Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Here we go. 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 This is it. This is Top Flight Time Machine. I am Andy Dawson. Pow, pow. And indeed, pow. And I am Sam Delaney. So what? Here we are. Um, it's another one of our On The Road podcast episodes which gives us an excuse to knock one out that's a bit shorter than the usual ones. We are backstage at uh, 2 North Down, King's Cross in London, where we're going to do two shows later on. And we're doing this part one um, backstage while we're kind of just getting into the the. What we like to do is, as we warm up for a gig backstage, Mm. first of all, we join hands. Yes. And we say a prayer. Now, the prayer is to a higher power. That could be... It might be, mean different things to me and Andy. We've never revealed what our higher power is to each other, No, we? we've it's got different visions of it. You know, yet it might be a big man with a white beard in the sky. Mm. Uh, it could be a massive be, ox. It could be a, an eagle, a golden yeah. eagle. It could be more of just a fire. I mean, my mate Darren from next door, who I've probably talked about before, he was my digging, compa- my was. digging compadre. Yeah. And the, the first man to... The first man to dream of digging a tunnel all the way to Disneyland. <laughs> so quite um, an important figure. A pioneer. A, an important figure in British modern history in yeah. some ways. Um, but he told me, this is another interesting thing he told me, he told me that he had once seen God. Wow. He asked me once, do you believe in God? Mm. And I was like, nah, fuck off, mate. You must be joking. I'm not now. Why would I believe in God anymore? Yeah. You fuck, idiot. Fuck that. All right. And he went... I said, right, do you? And he went, yeah, of course I do. And I went, why? And he goes, because I've fucking seen him, haven't I, mate? <laughs> <laughs> <And> I went, <laughs> fucking hell, have you? What did he look like? Was it a bloke or what? And he went, no, it was just a fire. Oh. And I went, oh, it's amazing. And I was, but then I thought to myself, but hang on a minute, how did he know it wasn't yeah, just was, a fire? How did God identify himself? Did he himself? talk to it? He said, yeah, he identified himself as God. Oh, God. Hello. I am God. You might think you're looking at a fire right now, but this fire speaks. That's because this fire is God. This is no ordinary fire. Oh, no, sorry. <laughs> Do you have any questions at this stage? Do you have a pen? Before I start, I must test. This is not, I repeat, not a Ponzi scheme. <laughs> I am God. This is not a Ponzi fire. This is legitimate. <laughs> so he said it was a fire. Um, did, that, did the fire do any tricks? Can't remember. It was just sort of like I was at the age. Of, I I wasn't yet Britain's best journalist no. when he told me this. So I wasn't yet my skills of um, 
you know, asking people difficult questions and drilling right to the heart of the subject. Because hadn't really kicked in. Yeah, I didn't quite have the tools, so I just sort of shrugged and, like, you know, took it. Yeah. I think I probably thought... Fair enough. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I didn't want to... He was quite a volatile individual, Darren. Yeah. I didn't want to antagonise yeah. him by going... Yeah. Yeah, I just sort of thought, this is obviously something that's important to him. Yeah. And I'm just going to go with it. Fair enough. Great jills on. You can't even yeah. work it. <laughs> Yeah, it was sort of one of those situations, but I've always remembered it. So anyway, we like to do that. Then sometimes uh, we get out an acoustic guitar and have a song. Now and again, you know, yeah, like, yeah. We're on the road, we're playing live. This is the life that we have chosen. Something like that. Ladies and gentlemen, the minstrels have come to town, <laughs> come to entertain you, so come and gather round. And that. We um, are the crying clowns. No. <laughs> <laughs> We're crying on the outside as well as yeah, the inside. Yeah, that's what, that's what makes us stand out yeah. from other acts. Um, what was I going to say? I don't know. We're, yeah, we're here. We, uh, that's what we do. Um, yeah, yeah. I was going to say that. Uh, it's another topic we can throw out there. If you've seen God, get in touch. Oh, yeah. And uh, let us know. New section of the show. Yeah, have, have you, you seen, seen God? <laughs> If so, was he sheer fire? If so, what the fuck did he look like? What, what form did it take? Yeah, and um, then we can find out for real now. No one's there are no rights and wrongs because we accept that God, being all powerful, is probably a shapeshifter. Well, I'm actually sure, yeah, that's he's a standard. He's it, capable of appearing in all sorts of different forms, I'm sure. Yeah, so you might have seen him as a, as a big old fella, muscular. With a, a long white beard yeah. floating in the sky in a robe, you I've might have seen him as a fire. Muscular, to be fair, I've never noticed that. Before. Ah, but hang on, on the Jesus, Sistine, yeah. no Sistine Chapel, right, right, where he's reaching out and touching the hand of oh, yeah. Adam, I believe. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure God's quite buff. I'm gonna have a look. I've got my phone. I mean, if you were God, of course you'd be fucking buff, mate. You know what it's like. You'd when, make yourself buff, wouldn't you, you? Because when, you've got the ability to do that. When you're sitting in front of the telly eating your peanuts, right? You know, <laughs> God's God's got the ability to do anything. He's got to make himself look like any large. Isn't exactly, it? That's what I'm what saying. I'm saying when I, you know, me, a mortal, not God, I'm sat there eating my peanuts in front of the box, and I'll look down and see my tummy looking quite fat, and I'll think, "Fucking, I've got to do something about this." Oh, maybe like tomorrow I'll go for a run and do some sit-ups or something like that. And I'll try and knock the old sugar on the head for a few weeks, right? If I was God, I'd just think, fucking hell, thou shalt give myself a, a fucking, six pack. A buff fucking rig out body. <laughs> Bang! There you go. Uh, I'm, uh, I had it there, it's gone. I'm looking at it and he's not. He's an old fella, so he's got the body of an old fella. But at the same time. Have you ever seen those videos of that really buff? Italian old fella who's like a silver fox and he's always posting videos of himself in speedos like disco dancing with sexy ladies but uh, he's clearly about 70 but he's absolutely rich is this a ripped. fictional character or a real man no maybe I've dreamt it up so um, he's, got, he's got a bit of carrying a bit of weight there oh uh, doesn't no, he but look at his arms mate they're yeah. guns they're fucking guns yeah I guess so right uh, <laughs> coming soon the god diet who's that he's got his arm round to his, his left his mates just his mates bunch of, bunch of lads good bunch of lads great bunch of lads <laughs> me and the lads there great bunch of lads uh, <laughs> we were going to do the God podcast weren't we yeah I think this is what it's there was God and Jesus but he should release the God diet right yeah. CLI God 
went from out of shape. Went from zero to hero. Out of shape, 10 million year old fat cunt, <laughs> right, to Buffer's Fox, Silver Fox, in just six weeks after Christmas, which is obviously a busy time for me. Yeah, I've got I a lot on. I was feeling dead out of shape. Yeah. I hadn't been able to get to the gym and I'd eat, been eating now, but fucking just Brazils and stuffing, right? <laughs> I, I caught myself in the mirror on New Year's Day and I was depressed, I'll be honest. Something needs to change here. I thought, I was fucking depressed. It's getting me down now. I can't keep turning like that. So I thought, something's got to change. And that was when I fucking started it. The God diet. Look at me now, <laughs> just six weeks later. And you can de- do the same. And you don't, and none of my magic tricks involved. I know what you're thinking. I use no magic. Well, a little bit of magic. There was a, there was a little bit of magic, right? But a lot of it is just sensible eating, <laughs> right? Plenty of naps. Yeah, lots of exercise. Very important. So strenuous, just some walks. Just a little bit every day. Uh, very important. Very important to stay hydrated, right? <laughs> I cannot stress that enough. Drink water throughout the day, yeah. right? I carry, I carry a bottle of it around yeah. with myself, right? Um, and I you can to, always tell if you need hydrating because your lips, your lips will dry. go dry. They start to, to dry a little out. bit, and that's like your body's way of telling you, "Hey, have a little have sip of water." water. <laughs> <laughs> go on, right? And then I'll do things like even when I'm sat at my desk doing some admin, <laughs> right? <laughs> Because January is self-assessment month, so... Huge amount you know, of admin. My of tax I return. usually wait till the last fucking day before <laughs> I do it. I know I shouldn't. Every year I tell myself I'm not going to do that, but I do. I'm scrabbling I'm around for my fucking receipts like a cunt. But when I'm sitting there filling in the old spreadsheet on the Excel document, I am able to just simply tense and then release my abdominal muscles. And no one else in the office knows I'm doing it. But even that, you can gain rewards from. You might do that for five minutes, right? And it will build the strength in your core. Yeah. And, of course, it's all about your core. That's what it is. Everything comes from that. All comes from the core. Yeah. So there you go. Um, You can follow me on Instagram at God. I've got a book coming out. It's going to be, I'm hoping, fingers crossed, it's going to be chosen in Richard and Judy's book club. I'm uh, I'm going in to do the audio book recordings next (laughs) week in a, a nice studio in Soho. Um, so that'll be good. Get out of the house for a while. Yeah. Uh, good times. Uh, so, and you know, who knows what else you it could be. You might catch me at the Hay Book Festival. I'm hoping. In the summer. We could turn it into a TV show, or at least I might get a guest appearance on that thing that Jamie Oliver and his mate does on a Friday night. And I, What's he got? Jamie and Jimmy. Yeah. Nice couple that. of lads. I'll try and do the podcast route as well. I'll get, get on a few of the podcasts of the, yeah. the big stars, the Richard Herrings and the Adam Buxton's. And also, that. I'm really keen to go on Fern Cotton's Happy Place, because she is a oh, nice yeah. girl. I used to think she was just full of shite, that one, right? But she's got older. She's become much more in touch with uh spiritual side, which yeah. is the sort of stuff that I am dead into, I'm as you can into imagine, yeah. right? And, you know, like everyone, I've got men. Everyone's got mental health. That's what I always tell Jesus. He's fucking banging on about it like it's some new invention. Oh, my mental health's been suffering, Dad. I go, listen, everyone's got mental health. You got to have mental health. Sometimes it's good, sometimes it's bad. Even me, you cunt, right? And all the shit I've been through, all the trouble I've had with the devil and the tax man, right? <laughs> and we've all got mental health. We all have our ups and downs. Yeah. And I am, and sometimes it helps to listen to things like Fern Cotton's Happy Place. And so I'm desperate to go on that. Yeah. If you're listening, Fern, get in touch. Now, 
I wonder if the Peter Crouch podcast has guests <laughs> on. Because usually it's just him and his mates, yeah. you know. But it would be great if I got a little guest Maybe slot on that. one-off. Maybe I'll pull a few strings. What will we yeah. being God and that? I'll try. I, know, I've got, I did knows? have a way in with uh, Tony Hall, who was the boss, but he's just stepped down. So I don't know if that's burnt. That's a problem for me. If with an interim you... boss there now or someone's it, coming in in a month or so. It's a know. problem vis-a-vis the, uh, the BBC. Because I don't have an agent as such. I generally do my own deals. So, I've got uh, a lawyer. And yeah. sometimes he will, at the last minute, deal with, the, you know, crossing the T's, dotting the I's yeah, on any contract. Well, generally you find that being God, it carries a lot of weight when you, you're negotiating. I've got my own network, if you will. You know, I've got my own network of contacts. I hear things. I hear a lot of things. Well, I mean, it's like the old cliche. It's true. I am all-knowing. I am literally omnipotent. So if anyone's thinking, dreaming up a new TV format, for instance, whether it be at Netflix or yep. Channel 4, I'm usually the first to I know about know it. it. Sometimes I'm the cunt who's planted the fucking thought in their head. Get your head round that. I know about things before they've even happened. <laughs> fucking hell. Uh, as you can tell, it's confusing being me. But like I say... The God's diet plan coming soon to Waterstones and all other good pot shops. There we are. Uh, we'll, we'll take a break here because we've got to go on stage in five minutes and we're giving away all our best material. Mm. Um, quickly, the predictions God. over the weekend. Mm. Yeah. We should do, uh, we should we'll do God in the next live show. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, if we haven't been fucking. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, the, the three points of results spot of the weekend two points for me one point for you Sam it was pretty pathetic really all round poor um, I don't know what to say we both predicted West Ham to win that I was mean, a mistake all three of us predicted Liverpool to beat Southampton so that's one point each and yeah then the rest and of then, it was a shambles and we, we predicted Sunderland to win yeah they didn't win yeah, we predicted wrong. West Ham to win they didn't win didn't win oh, so there we are that's that you're now on 108 I'm on 117 results spot's on 94 it's nicely teed up. All to play for. For the running. Yeah, we'll take a little break now. We're going to go on stage here at um, Two North Down and entertain the punters, the cunters, anyone else that turns And any up. other fucker who stumbles by. And then we'll come back and we'll talk about it afterwards. TTFM for now, dickheads. Jalapeño. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Jalapeño. Here we are. We've just come off stage. Mm. But more importantly than that, we yeah. have just thought we were recording for, what, 10 minutes? No, it was about six, but it was good stuff. Six minutes. And now we're on in 11 minutes, so we're going to have to get this wrapped All up right. really quick. So I forgot to... Um, press the button. Press the button. Yeah. And record Simple what we just that. did. It was great. But we were talking about the show. We've just finished our seven o'clock show oh. here at Two North Down in London. Yeah. Uh, it was packed out. It was full up. 
to the mm-hmm. rafters, you they might were, say. They were literally swinging from the rafters. But I wasn't happy with the atmosphere, right. despite the numbers. Right. I was happy with the quantity, yeah. and ultimately, all that are really you, matters you, is the money. In are our you making? Yeah. Are you labelling or, or levelling an accusation at the audience that we've just started? Lackluster. But you, really? you said to them that we had just gone through the motions. So I did say that at the end. Yeah, maybe it was. Maybe we've done did this you show too many like, times now. Do you feel like we were bored and were yawning our way? We phoned it in. I don't know. Maybe we did. I'd I, give us a 7 out of 10 for I that. I feel like... When if you, you did see it and you really enjoyed it, then I don't know, maybe... maybe I'm all glad I'm you enjoyed it. Sometimes you go to cities, right, in other parts of the UK, particularly in the north, yeah, maybe... Yeah. And people are fucking up for it, right? And you come out and say, like, I fucking, it, fucking, fucking have it, come on, I fucking have it. Right? And the northerners there. Yeah, and when you get to London, it's a bit like, yeah, come on, impress me. Yeah, Sunday. I'm busy, I could be anywhere. Yeah. I don't need to be here, the BAFTAs are on later on. I'm interested in uh, coming and experience the medium of humour. Yeah. Com- com- comedy, I've comedia. I've been getting into the podcasts. I love um, podcasts. Tickets are quite affordable for London, so I thought, why not give them, give them a go? Give it a little go. Uh, I, I, I love this for nine. I, uh, I'm re- re- what I'm really into at the moment, what I'm into is podcasts. Mm. I talk about them, I yeah, tweet yeah. about them. Yeah, I, I subscribe to them, I uh, download some of them. Only, I've listened to a few as well. Only the other day, I tweeted about a little podcast I'd heard of by a great bunch of guys called My Dad Wrote a Porno. <laughs> Imagine yeah, that. Yeah, 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 Imagine yeah, yeah. your your pops yeah, yeah, yeah. riding the porno. It's, it's cringe, cringe humour, isn't oh, it? Oh, cringe humour, cringe city. Yeah. Right. So they they talk about it. they don't care. I mean, it's it's pretty out there stuff. And I tweeted about that, and I, I had three three likes. I think wow. I had four, and then someone unliked. Oh, I don't know who that a was. Mistaken like? Do you think? Thinking might have sometimes your hands slipped. Accidental like. Yeah. Anyway, just go show. I'm, I find I'm that quite the influencer. When I'm, when I'm scrolling through the, uh, the the Instagram history of women I'm attracted to, sometimes you'll accidentally <laughs> like one from maybe 2013, and then you know the whole gigs up, and you've you got to just fucking block them. It's really, really quickly unlike. Yeah. Um, but anyway, uh, we've uh, you know I just love to talk about podcasts, to people. Yeah. I love to ask people for their recommendations too. So I don't listen to them because I'm busy. But you know I like to just I mean, be out there thinking about there's it. There's a whole group of us in the office, and we call ourselves the Podcats, right. which is a little name that we, we took from Adam Buxton's yeah. podcast. Funny we, stuff. We, funny we get stuff. together at lunchtime and I'm not, exchange ideas. And I'm not saying that the audience in London were like. This no, caricature we just done. Like they were all right. They just weren't as crazy as some of the crowds. And I think maybe in some ways you've turned me against my own people. You've convinced me, me over the over time. You've made me become a self-hating Londoner who is. Is that actually sort of, a thing? Yeah, you get that. You can get that. I think it's what I. It's I'm what in want. danger of becoming, which right. I feel ashamed about. But you know, maybe you should go around and do some podcasts in parts of London that are genuine London, and get your mojo back or something like. That. Obviously, I don't want to get involved because mm. might go and like do, do a podcast in somewhere like um, Croydon. Oh, I think Croydon, is that still Surrey, proper London. Is no, it? I think that's Surrey. Surrey. Yeah. Anyway, anything south of the Rivers Millwall territory, isn't it? Pretty much. Yeah. I mean, I don't think it's about different districts of London. I just think it's a cultural attitude. And all I'm saying is, seven o'clock was in London on Sunday night, February second. Try harder. You know, if you're enjoying it, you're tell your fucking faces. Now. Yeah. Yeah. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I enjoyed it. No, but seriously, thanks a lot, thanks everyone who supports the show. 
Um, We've already started writing the next one, haven't we? We have, yeah, it's going to be better. Yeah. That'll be coming in autumn, probably. Uh, football this weekend, we watched both our games. We had a nice little um, pop up rig we backstage did. at the stand in Edinburgh, we did. didn't we? Good Wi Fi. I was watching, we were sat next to each other. You were watching Sunderland Losing against Portsmouth. Portsmouth, and so I was well. watching. West Ham, Brighton. Yeah. And it was it lovely. Away. And in fact, chucking but, away a free football, one. It was lovely, yeah. It was a good setup. Nice, it was a good yeah. setup we yeah. had, wasn't it? Um, in fact, it was gutting when the show had to start. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was just enjoying uh, watching the football on the laptop. You were waiting for a final score to come on so you could watch all of that as well. Yeah. But no, West Ham have absolutely fucking thrown that away. Now, we should was, say at this point, Edinburgh was a really good crowd as well. It was brilliant. They were great in Edinburgh, and it was only five o'clock, but they, they'll they party any time, those yeah. guys, right? Um, but it was really good, and it was actually nice. It took my mind off the fact that West Ham had, had, had been 3-1 do up, you wanna, cruising towards a 3-1 victory. Do you want to talk about your um, accommodation in Edinburgh? Oh, I, my God. I, logistically... Mm. I had it sorted because I was out of the venue within five minutes. I was on a train 15 minutes later and I was back in my rig in front of the telly with a beer and some um, chicken selects from McDonald's at, it was about two hours, 30 minutes after I come off stage. I noticed during the show, because I was aware that you had a train to catch at 6.30 and we were due off stage at six, I did notice at times that you were... I felt as if you were hurrying it up a bit because you had a train to catch, which I just think is unfair on the ticket-paying uh, audience. I don't know, but I'm telling them now. Where, yeah. like, if you didn't notice right, there were some really good bits that we could have done, but Andy was like, no, no, fuck that. Okay, time's ticking away. Time's ticking. I've got to get to Edinburgh Waverley. <laughs> and then I run out on the stage and gather all the stuff together when people were still leaving the auditorium. Um, and I was in such a, a panic to get it all in the bag and everything, you know, props bag, mm. that a fella asked me for a photo and he said the word photo three times and I didn't know what he was saying. Fuck off. <laughs> yeah. I've got a fucking train to catch. <laughs> Fuck your photo. Send us one of yourself and I'll Photoshop yourself in. Uh, um, I'll be smiling. I've said before, Andy is not... <clears throat> I mean, he, he does like meeting cunters, but he's not falling over himself... Um, to get attention let's just say I don't walk out into the auditorium 90 seconds after the show's ended and just throw my arms wide and shout darlings but the thing how was it darling dabbing the sweat from my brow with a towel like some people Um, the worst thing your worst nightmare came true after this first show at 2 North Down tonight though we walked (laughs) off stage and we were supposed to you know what we like to do is like run straight up the stairs back into our dressing room to maintain a certain mystique. Yeah. But um, unfortunately, uh, the door was locked. locked. Out, spinal tap style. We were locked out. It was very light spinal tap. And then we sort of got caught in a very small section between two doors and there was no escape. And all of the audience started coming out. And we were trapped and had to shake every single person's hand one by one. Yeah. It was nice though. It well, it's not nice. ideal in, you the, in, your the, hands? in the era of coronavirus. No, I haven't actually. I've been. Yeah, a, I did a bit of research into the old coronavirus <clears throat> on yeah. Friday. What's that then? It's all right. It's all going to be okay. Yeah, I thought it would God. be. I yeah. thought it would be. Um, that's about. Do you tell us about? It's just the fucking flu. <clears throat> that's all it fucking is. Listen, mate. right, we're right. on stage again in a couple of minutes. Okay. <clears throat> Voice is just gone. Do you want to quickly tell us about your rig in Edinburgh? It's called Yotel. 
Mm-hmm. We're giving them free advertising now. Right? They'll fucking pay us, but I'm just doing it because it's, it's amazing. Worth it? It's called Yotel. <clears throat> it is amazing. I spoke very highly of the Premier Inn. What was that called now? Premier Inn Pod that I stayed Zip. at in Cardiff. Zip. Zip and that was great. A little cabin. But I've got to say, the Yotel, even better. Yeah. Right? They call them cabins. Uh, everything is like just your, your toilet. Your, I mean, it sounds gross, but your toilet, your shower, your sink, and every, and your bed and everything are all in this small space. But there's enough division for it not to be yeah. gross. But the best thing about it is there's loads of great things about it. The best thing about it is in order to save space, the bed, which is a double bed, is like a hospital bed. There's an electronic, there's a button on the oh. side and you press the arrow Ooh. and it goes right up it's like the relaxo chair my mum's got in her rig right nice and it turns almost into sofa shape so really? you sit up sofa shape watching the TV which is mounted on the wall yeah and then when it got to bedtime I simply pressed the button remained in the same position and it flattened out fully and then I just switched the light off TTFN dickhead <laughs> that was it Brilliant. I said TTF right. dickhead to no we're, one, to we're, the sleep we're, gods. We're now being called to the stage, Sam, so oh, we're okay. in this episode right now. All right, well, that's so thanks it. Thanks for listening. There yeah. you are, TTFN. Serves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.